NBA news, MLB news, and Kofi mania on this episode, Sports on the Block. What's good? What's good? It's your man Ann Diaz. Thank you for tuning in, Sports on the Block. It's been a minute. I've been trying to do some shows, but I didn't come up with the time and schedule for me to do them. So I'm here today. I'm glad you could tune in. Uh, I'm going to start off talking about Major League Baseball. I know I'm a little late, but it's been about over two weeks times that uh, since the Major League Baseball season has started. Yankees on a rough start, but they completed a three-game sweep against Baltimore yesterday, winning yesterday 15-3. Gary Sanchez had three home runs. The Yankees had a total of seven. So we're five and four right now. We're in second place behind the Tampa Bay Rays, who's sitting at seven and three. Um, We have a three-game series coming up in Houston. Tanaka versus Verlander tonight. And Duhar and Stanton still in the DL or injury list. Not called disabled list anymore. Um, So hopefully when those guys get back, they, they should be back in the next couple of days. So once we get our lineup back and... Hopefully the pitching can keep on tack. You know, they pitched very well this last few games. So um, hopefully we take over possession of first place and we keep it going from there. A team like Tampa, I'm not really worried about because they're young talent, but they're a young talented team, but they're going to tend to fold as time passes. Um, Boston's not doing so well. I hope it stays that way. Um they didn't really do much in the offseason. So I think everybody else kind of like balancing themselves to become better than them. So um, for the rest of the team, it's kind of hard. For us, we just got to stay healthy and have the pitching. Um, going across town, the Mets are on fire. I mean, they lost two of the last three against the Nationals as of late. But their record, I believe, is 7-3 and three as well. Or 6-3, and three, whichever. But uh, they have a two-game interleague series against the twins I, I expect the Mets to win those two and after that they'll be headed to Atlanta for a four game series with the Braves um, just to do a rundown real quick I mean it's early the season um, not much news to come out with other than you know it's a shaky start for the Mets I mean for the Yankees and it looks good for the Mets right now um, pretty much for the Mets is like their season, their, it's their division to lose I don't care what the Phillies had brought to the table, signing um, Harper, McCutcheon, and a lot of other players on the side. But I, I just think that for the Mets, they have a chance to take this division this year. As far as the Yankees go, it's, it's all about health. I mean, if pitching could prevail, you know, we'll be all right. But um, just going to have to cut this major league news short because there's not much to talk about right now still early like i said beginning season just started so i'll be back and i'll be talking nba what's going on i'm back it's your man and diaz what's on the block i have some nba news i want to talk about so the playoffs is coming right around the corner. It's closer than you think. And the standings pretty much 
Well, the playoff, or the playoff seeds hasn't been confirmed yet because of the fact there's a couple of games left, uh, two to be exact. Some some teams have one game, rest have two games left, and it's pretty much do or die for a couple of teams. So right now we can confirm that the Bucks. In this order, the Bucks, Raptors, Sixers, and Celtics, who we playing the fifth seed Pacers, is pretty much locked in in one through five. Six, seven, eight can be a twist. Um, currently, Brooklyn, or actually Orlando, is the sixth seed. Brooklyn's the seventh, and the Pistons is the eighth. And Miami and Charlotte are behind at the nine and ten, but they have identical records. But, uh. It's pretty much do or die for the Heat and the Hornets and the Pistons. Because the Magic and uh, Brooklyn actually clinched yesterday. Magic clinched in the other night. So if Detroit managed to lose their last two games, which they pretty much got it easy. um, Their last two games is at home versus Memphis. And the final game is at New York against the Knicks. So they they have the easier schedule out of the out of the three that was mentioned um the Hornets have the Cavaliers in Cleveland they got the Magic at Orlando but that could be a twist too because if Orlando already made the playoffs they might sit their players so Charlotte probably has the upper end um when it comes to those two games but I think Detroit will end up pulling it off Miami got two playoff basically two playoff teams the last two games we have one at home against Philly which is tomorrow night it's supposed to be on TNT but TNT cha- decided to change the game which is to me is wrong because it's Dwayne Wade's last final home game of his career since it looks like we're not going to be making the playoffs um they su- they substituting that game with the Celtics versus Wizards which I have no under I don't have understanding why the Celtics already clinched. The Wizards are they, they're bad. So, um, yeah, I, I think that was that was kind of wrong there. And the final game for the Heat is in Brooklyn. So, um, it's crazy for us. We're pretty much on like life support right now to try to get in. Um, we're pretty much supposed to be winning these games, and we're in a four-game losing streak. We lost yesterday to Toronto in Toronto in overtime. 117-109. Dwayne Wade had 21 points. He led all scorers in Miami. Um, off the bench, as, as a matter of fact. And uh, Pascal Siakam, he had 23 points, tw- uh, 10 rebounds. Excuse me if I pronounce his name incorrect. But um, Charlotte and Miami are one game back from Detroit. We need Detroit to lose their games and try to get us to sneak in. Um other than that, it's gonna be there's gotta be some major changes in Miami. I'm a Heat fan. I know a lot of people on here, um, you know, they're probably not. But um, like I always said, man, if you want me to talk about a particular team, hit me up on Instagram at Mr. Sports on the Block. You can take my uh you can send me a message through the app, the anchor app, you can hit me up on here. And let me know, man, if you want me to talk about certain teams, I more likely can, I, I would love to do it. But uh, meanwhile, on the Western Conference side, we got the Warriors, Nuggets, Rockets, and Blazers, and the Utah Jazz, pretty much in that order, one through five, which 
the Blazers going to play against the Jazz in the first round. They're just waiting uh, for the rest of the seeds, the 6, 7, and 8, which it could be OKC, San Antonio, or the Clippers, depending on whoever wins or loses. So I'm looking forward to those matchups there. Um, it's going to be exciting playoffs. I think it's going to be exciting playoffs. Uh, one side note, uh, it's going to be the first time in, what, 13 years that uh, LeBron James is not in the playoffs. So it's going to be a LeBron-less playoffs this year. I know a lot of people are excited about that. But I'm, I guarantee that he's going to come back next year with vengeance. I mean, he's going to have to get somebody. Someone else is going to be on the team where he's going to lift them up. And they're going to be the top three team next year. Mark my words. But um, it's, it, it should be interesting this offseason what a lot of these teams are going to have to do. Teams like the Knicks, you know, they're, they're right now currently they only won 16 games. So... Uh, leading into the mock draft, if the ping pong balls go the way it's supposed to, according to the records, if I'm going, if I'm going NFL way by the records, the Knicks will be number one, Suns will be number two, Cavs three, Bulls four, Hawks five. Um, and with the mock draft, the updated mock draft from Bleacher Report, they have Zion going one to the Knicks, uh, John Morant from Murray State going to the Suns. Uh, R.J. Barrett from Duke going to the Cavaliers. Sup- and a surprise at four. My North Carolina point guard, Kobe White, has worked his way up to the top five in this year's draft. Um, they have him projected going to the Bulls at four. Which, that's kind of a twist because you already got, like, Zach Levine. And they got some scorers there already. He's a scoring point guard. So, I don't, I don't know... If he'll fit in, or maybe he might not be at four. But rounding off at the five, they have DeAndre Hunter from um, Virginia, University of Virginia. And by the way, University of Virginia will be playing in a national championship game tonight at 920 against Texas Tech, if anybody's interested in college hoops. Um, I'm definitely, definitely would love to talk about college hoops. I'm a North Carolina Tar Heels fan. Um... You know, and I'm not going to be biased. I, w- I could talk about Duke as well. Uh, it doesn't matter. So, once again, hit me up if you have anything you want to talk about as far as college teams. I'm down for it. Um, real quick, I know I don't want to bring a topic just for this. It's very short and simple. Um, now that I'm talking about mock drafts, the NFL mock draft. NFL uh, draft is coming up in another week and a half or so. And... Um, the top five, top five mock draft picks, they have Arizona picking Kyler Murray, quarterback from Oklahoma. 49ers picking up Nick Boza, edge from Ohio State. My New York Jets picking up Josh Allen, edge, Kentucky. Oakland picking up Quinton Williams, DT from Alabama. Uh, and at five, you have Tampa picking up Devin White, linebacker, LSU. Side note, the Giants are definitely looking into a new quarterback in the future. So they have Dwayne Haskins at six from Ohio State. Um, I think that's a good choice for them because I don't know why they think Eli Manning still has it. Um, you have weapons around you, whether they're healthy or not. Uh, when Even when they're healthy, you wasn't throwing right to them. And it, it's a nutcase over there in New York. Um, you got rid of your man Beckham. He's over in Cleveland now. Um... 
this year is going to be so different. Like Nick Foles going to the Jaguars, Le'Veon Bell going to my New York Jets. Um, by the way, the new Jets jerseys are off the chain, man. I already purchased my my Jamal Adams black jersey with the black hat. So I'm ready for this year. Um, oh, I can't forget Antonio Brown getting traded to Oakland. So whoever I forgot, it, it's been a while. I mean, all these moves have been made the past month or so. I haven't quite got any shows out yet. So um, as time will get closer to the NFL season, I, I will be in for like for real, for real. So well, that's enough of the sports news, the actual sports news. I'm going to take this real quick short break and got to talk about Kofi Mania. Stay tuned. Sports on the Block is brought to you by LES Skills and Drills. LES Skills and Drills is a summer youth league brought to you by Andy Fontanez in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. That's LES Skills and Drills. The future is now. All right, all right, people, what's going on? I'm back. Final segment of the day, WrestleMania, a.k.a. Kofi Mania, baby. So it was pretty interesting this weekend. Overall, um, I enjoyed the WrestleMania excitement, the experience. I wasn't there for it, unfortunately. Uh, I'm really, really down on myself about that, man. I'll get over it. But I'm down the fact that I didn't go uh, to witness history live. But nonetheless, I enjoyed it on TV. It was great. Um, starting off with TakeOver. TakeOver was amazing. There were some matches that was kind of like, ah, uh, I didn't really care too much for, but I watched it. And it ended up becoming good. So I'm going to take you to TakeOver, where match of the night, to me, was the first match of the night. The War Raiders versus Ricochet and Alistair Black. Um, the War Raiders retained their titles. And, you know, everybody knows Ricochet, Aleister Black pretty much is in the actual, like, Raw and SmackDown roster. Well, they, they're they possibly going to be on the Raw roster. So, this was a move up for them. Um, very emotional scene after the match was over. Um, they pretty much know, the crowd pretty much gave them a standing ovation for all their, their efforts and all the shows they put up. And just for the entertaining, the entertaining part, you know. So I enjoyed it. Uh, Ricochet was in tears, man. That was that was like I said, it was a good emotional scene. Um, the War Raiders kind of gave their respects to them by placing the belt down and and bowing to them. So that was pretty much cool. That was that was a great sign of respect. Um, so like I said, to me, that's the match of the night overall. Um, they had Valentine Dream versus Riddle. Uh, didn't care too much for it, even though Valentine Dream retained his. North American title, um, the UK title match, Walter versus Pete Dunne. Uh, I think it was kind of long for no reason. I didn't really like it too much. I was actually glad when it was over, but Walter did become the new UK champ. Um, the women's title, Shayna, Bla- Shayna Baszler, she retains her title as she should. Um, you know, the match was pretty decent, although everybody thought uh, Bianca Belair was going to win, or Bianca Belair, she was going to win, um, 
but that didn't happen. She came in, she, uh, Baszler came in and pretty much stole the show and, and she retained her title. Um, the main event, it was two out of three falls with Johnny Gargano against Adam Cole. Um, Gargano won the title, the NXT title. Uh, it was a pretty good match. I'm not really a fan of two out of three falls because I just think that the match is too long. But it was actually pretty good. So uh, it was a great scene at the end when Gargano won the title. His wife came out to celebrate with him in the ring and towards, you know, heading towards the back. Um, Champo came out and uh, pretty much celebrated with him. Uh, Champo was a former NXT champ. He had to give up his title because he had to do to neck surgery. So can't wait till he gets healthy and see where it goes from there. Cause I'm pretty sure um, that that rivalry is gonna be set. So that's something to look forward to in months time. Cause it's no long. It, it, it's not gonna take a couple of weeks for him to recover. Um, I wish, but it won't happen. Uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony. I'm not a big fan of the ceremony, uh, although. Booker T and Stevie Ray was there. DX was there. Honky Tonk, man. These are guys that I grew up watching, man, um, that I actually like. So it was pretty decent. Bret Hart was there. You know, they had the Hart Foundations, even though Anvil passed away. Um, but Natalia came in there represented. But it was a crazy scene in the middle of it where a fan just jumps over the barricade and pretty much tackles Bret Hart. And everybody pretty much, like, jumped in and... Man, uh, watching the mugshot, because, of course, he got arrested. Watching the mugshot was just, like, insane, man. They they beat the bricks out of this guy. Um, from my understanding, uh, what is it? Dash Wilder? Dash? Mm, I, I can't remember who it was. But um, he beat the bricks out of the dude, man. His face is all bloody and everything. So, yeah, they said he, he uh, put full force on that one. Somebody's going to get fired. I'll tell you that. Someone's going to get fired because there should be no way that a fan should get over there, get all the way in the ring and tackle this man. And I felt bad for Bret Hart, man. You know, he's old and and he, you know, he has some bad like conditions or what he he just seemed really bad. I don't want to wish any, you know, anything on him as far as health, but he just looks bad. But um, shout out to my man, Joseph Watson. He's security in Barclays Center. Um, if he was there in front row, that would have never happened, man. So shout out to Joe, yo. Um, but yeah, that's 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 enough as far as the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna get to the WrestleMania. So WrestleMania was pretty good. Um, actually, it was more than good. It was great. It was very long. That's why I wish I was there because just like about damn near eight hours of wrestling. So a lot of titles changed hands. So starting off with the kickoff show, Tony Nese defeated Buddy Murphy um, to become the new Cruiserweight champion. Um, I didn't get to watch that, but a lot of people tell me the match was pretty good. Carmella wins the Women's Battle Royal. I came into the very end of that um, with a chick from the Riot Squad. Can't remember her name. She um, thought she won and then Carmella ended up winning. I didn't really care too much for it anyway. Um, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins defeated the Revival for the Tag Team Championship. Um, the Raw Tag Team Championship, which it was a twist. Because there's rumors about the Revival not re-signing with WWE. So maybe that was kind of the twist as far as giving up the titles. 
But I'm happy for Zack Ryder, man. Um, Kurt Hawkins got a long losing streak. So this is like big for him. But I'm glad that Zack Ryder was part of it. Um, definitely to win it close to home. Zack Ryder's from Long Island, New York. And, you know, WrestleMania is over right across the river, New Jersey. So that was a good scene for him to win. Um, it was a surprise win because no one ever thought they were going to beat these guys at all. But... Uh, Braun Strowman wins the Battle Royal. That's kind of like a live match because they had the two guys from Saturday Night Live on there. One of them apparently comes out with a, a Cleveland Browns Odell Beckham Jr. jersey. Uh, as I stated on Facebook with my friends before, I think it was more of a statement trying to troll Beckham if he comes back to New York more so than Braun winning. I mean, come on. It's Braun Strowman. He's entirely in shape now. The dude ripped his shirt off and he had abs. Like, this guy didn't never... I never seen him with abs. But, um... Yeah, to be a, a TV celebrity? Come on. Like, that's the obvious. Um, very excited when Ross... Uh, when WrestleMania has started. Alexa Bliss snapped the fingers and no other than Hulk Hogan comes out. So, I know the crowd was going crazy. That's why I was, like, so bummed out about not going. But, um... Seth Rollins ended up beating Brock Lesnar. Um, Paul Heyman had a little temper tantrum in the beginning where he kind of cut into the whole Hulk Hogan experience and threatened that, you know, basically like he wanted he wanted Lesnar to get it out and over with so he can beat him, beat Rollins and go to Vegas to fight, I guess, in the UFC with the WWE title in his hand and to no prevail because although he was given... Rollins a whooping before the bell rang. Rollins gave him three curb stomps and defeated him. The match was a little quicker than expected, but that's good, though, because get it out and over with. Get Lesnar away from the title. Get him out of the WWE. I don't want him there anymore. He's he's long overdue. The guy wins the title, and you don't see him for the next six months. And if you do, it's just to show up to shows and barely speak. He doesn't do anything for me. So, peace. Deuces, move on. So I'm excited about Rollins because Rollins right now is my favorite wrestler, man. Over, I mean, he's been my favorite since the NXT days. And even, you know, of course, when he became the Shield, they that really kind of boosts me up as far as, you know, liking him more as a favorite wrestler. But um, glad to see him win the title. Um, the Usos, win their, they win back their title, their tag titles. Um, it was a pretty good match overall. Um, AJ Styles beat Randy Orton. I didn't really care too much for that match, so uh, I didn't watch much like a lot of it. Just seen the beginning. Um, Shane McMahon defeated The Miz by luck. Um, it was a great match. Um, when once he involved, once Shane McMahon involved The Miz's father, Mr. Miz, it just like a twist just came out of nowhere. Like The Miz just went off, started beating this dude McMahon up. Um, but the end result, he did a suplex off the top of the stage and landed on the bottom part of the stage. And, you know, unfortunate for the Miz, Shane McMahon was on top, pause, and, uh, the referee gave a three count. So the Miz ended up losing that match. Um, also to, to mention championships, I didn't really like the women's tag match for the tag titles um 
how the Iconics stole the tag titles. It was kind of like, ah, it was cool, but it's the Iconics. I don't really like them. I think they're so lame. Um, Kofi Kingston, like I said, Kofi Mania, baby. They, they, they made it happen. And he deserved it. He definitely deserves it. 11 years, man. And what people don't know is two things. This is what makes history. Number one, he's the first African-American WWE champion. Now, not we're not talking about WWE World Heavyweight Champion. We're not talking about the WCW title that went into WWE. We're talking about the actual WWE Championship. Now, some may say, oh, The Rock. No, The Rock's half black. He's half black, half Samoan. So he doesn't really count as a full African-American wrestler. Um... I argued with a friend. I thought Mark Henry was actually one that did it, but he didn't. He made an attempt twice. Um, I think actually three times. I think he fought CM Punk two times and and John Cena once and lost those. Well, he won one against Punk, but it was a disqualification, so that didn't count. But I'm happy. I'm happy for Kofi. Um, he definitely deserves it. Very entertaining for the 11 years that he was there, and also what people don't know, first time, he is a. Uh, the first not only is he the first WWE champion uh, African American WWE champion but he's the first African American to win all the championships so he is officially a Grand Slam champion so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he won it I'm happy they chose him to do it I just wish that he was the SOS Kofi Kingston cause it, it, it kinda made it kinda rubs me a little bit wrong too because the SOS to me is like, damn, now that he won, now that he won the title, the New Day Kofi, it says, oh, SOS is nothing, you know? But but in my eyes, I mean, he came from all the way back then till now. He made it big. I think if he didn't join New Day or if they didn't become New Day, he wouldn't be relevant in the WWE or even be on the WWE roster. So I guess joining them kind of saved his career and... Look what it did for him. So I'm ecstatic about it. I'm just wondering what they're going to do from here on out. Because if he's the regular tag, if he's the regular champion, you know, I kind of thought like Big E was going to turn on them or something. Somebody was going to turn on him or he might turn on them. So I don't know. Um, uh, it meant to be seen. Smackdown is tomorrow night. Raw tonight. So we, we'll get to we'll get to see the new uh, the new plot and the narrative going into this year. Or this new year in wrestling. Um, side note, the th- the Thugonomics is back. <laughs> it was a nice scene um, to see John Cena as the Thugano- doctor of Thugonomics, man. Because um, I was telling myself that, you know, it's, it's kind of odd that you don't have Taker at WrestleMania, which I didn't want him there. But it, is, it was also odd that John Cena, to me, I was like, man, how is John Cena not even in WrestleMania? And then all of a sudden, he makes his appearance as the Doctor of Thugonomics. He put he spit some bars at Elias, and he got punched with one of the word life rings off John Cena's hands. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody who is listening that's seen WrestleMania know what happened in WrestleMania. But that's my take as far as with Cena, man. It was so cool to see him back as the old school Cena. Uh, moving forward. So we had Triple H defeating Batista. The match was super long to me, uh, especially for two guys that's far old in their career and far past in their career. And the way it ended was kind of like, ah, 
you know, it's like Batista had the sledgehammer, was going to use it towards Triple H, and then Flair comes out with a sledgehammer and saves the day. So it was kind of like, ah, and I guess instead of the Superman punch, it was a Superman sledgehammer. I was told that on Facebook last night, so I'm going to use it. Um, other matches, it was Corbin versus Angle and Angle's retirement match. Uh, just like his song, <laughs> You Suck, that match sucked. It was like it was kind of like a waste. Uh, it was a couple of matches that was a waste. His match was a waste. I mean, the ending was okay because he told them to play his song one last time. He wanted to remember, you know, all that. So it was pretty cool. On that note, but everything else kind of was it was trash. Um, Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre. That was an okay match. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. That probably was like a two minute match. I don't. Need, that was like a waste of match. Uh, Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. I actually, here's the thing, man. When you're at home and you watch a WrestleMania, it's so different than when you're in person, obviously. But standing and sitting in live crowds for six, seven, possibly eight hours is entirely different than when you're sitting back on a recliner for six, seven, eight hours. So, unfortunately for me, I fell asleep during a Finn Balor match and I missed the whole entire women's title match so i'm happy with the results that i read or actually that i skimmed through and saw so the demon i already knew i already knew finn Balor was gonna win because he was dressed up as a demon so demon is to me like undefeated that's like goldberg in the beginning of wcw career um becky lynch i'm happy for becky i'm glad she won the title um i don't think that ronda rousey will be back to the wwe i think i think she had her little run and and, and pretty much like there's nothing else for her to do you know she turned heel on the crowd once she turned heel i already i was under the impression right then and there that she was gonna lose the title and to gain it back eh, it's like she's okay but she's not wwe material overall so yeah that that's pretty much uh i don't think i left anything out oh yeah well there was the there was a funny scene where um, the two guys from Saturday Night Live was in the backstage and you know at the medical room and they were icing up and the doctors came out and the doctors was no other than Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. So you know it's like all night you see all these wrestlers and you know JBL was there, Booker T was announcing. Um, so it was an exciting weekend, nonetheless. But. I know one thing for certain that next year is in Tampa. I'm going. I'm going. And I'm definitely going to have to take the time to, you know, it's perfect timing for me. Go ahead and save up what I can. Um, I'm going to be heading down there. I know my cousin lives down there. She's going to take her son. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope they have the same energy as this year. I don't necessarily would think like the title would change hands as much as it did last night next year. If it does, that's great. Just to hope that I hope that Rollins doesn't lose his title if he has it at Mania or Kofi loses it. I'd rather them retain it. But I'm signing off, man. Um, man, I miss doing this, but I got to find another day to do it coming up for the NFL draft. Also, I got to find out for play, NBA playoffs coming soon. Uh, There's a lot more to talk about. Just, you know, 
bear with me, be patient, and I'll be back as soon as possible. So signing off, it's your man Ant Diaz, a.k.a. Mr. Ant Diaz, a.k.a. Mr. Sports on the Block. I'm gone. Peace.